Well, as you can guess, Sarah, Ben and I have been guess been celebrating the Saracens' recent win. Uh, everybody, well, how's it going? Welcome to the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. Uh, it's a happy, happy, happy weekend and week for Ben and I. We are still celebrating the Champions Cup win for the Saracens this past weekend, and it was an epic clash. We'll get to it in a second, but bloody and we managed to not spoil it for ourselves we did we that was actually, that, that's the that's an accomplishment for us for sure we, achievement we su- unlocked right we successfully avoided finding out what what anything that happened yeah anything anything for what eight hours or so yeah Seems i mean like basically about. i mean because we put we the match kicked off at 12 we got back to the room at like six okay, so yeah so about right, six, so hours. six hours we did, still, we did pretty good still, stayed off social good. media right. didn't didn't get into any conversations involving people basically told anybody that was talking about it to fuck Shut off fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah and it was on it was there. so we were at a rugby tournament this weekend and Na- uh, naturally it's on in the tent it was on like, in the no, tent. no 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 and, and i'm glad somebody one of our friends came up to us like dude it's on in the tent don't don't go in there yeah <laughs> our, our old friend james told us that yeah. it's on oh the tent. yes you're, you're all friends with him yeah <laughs> hey James, sorry. <laughs> Thanks for rescuing us on that, James. Yeah, you're the best. <laughs> All right, let's um, let's crack it. Yes, you don't have any choice. Woo! Everybody, make sure you check us out on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. Review us there. Send us an email if you have a question. Um, no, no major questions this week, unless I get one in the next ten minutes or while we record this uh, for fantasy. But that's okay. So send them in now. <laughs> yeah, right. Good time. Oh wait, <laughs> you all can't hear. Um, so yeah, and I, I did get all the information in terms of, um, rankings and, and start sit advice. Uh, the only thing I don't have up yet is the green lights and the stop signs. I'll put that up when at least a few lamps are announced. So I'm not throwing, I'm not throwing out a, a a Hail Mary and yeah, he's not even playing. Well, that was helpful. So yeah. Um, so we forgot one name last week in our farewells and it's, It'd be a shame to, to to leave him out, and it's James Horwell from the Quins, formerly of the Reds, Australian International, class act, and the guy's a freaking beast on top of everything else, if nothing else. Uh, monster second rower, um, the whole the game's gonna miss him. So, uh, hats off to James Horwell as well for the um, for him giving his farewell tour this year. Uh, he did he did have to deal with one nasty knee injury uh, when he was playing for the Reds. And has come through that uh, quite well, obviously, considering that he's still smashing through people this, to this day. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, hats off, ba- uh, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a lock by trade. So to my second row brethren, James Horwell, uh, congratulations. But um, despite the fact that you play for Quinns, uh, you you are a class <laughs> act, and um, the game will miss you. Could be worse. You could have played for Leicester. Um, anyway, <laughs> to your uh, opinion, yeah. At least. Happy, happy retirement, James. Yeah. All right. So. Um, Obviously, we have some fun, fun stuff to get into today. Uh, but you had you brought up a fun thing you wanted to talk about today, and um, what the hell? Let's get to it. Why not? So we, I wanted to to contrast two of the the, the, the best coaches of, of today's generation, and they're in different sports. And uh, it's just been bugging me a little bit about how, how things work in the media, huh. and how to keep how good coaches keep from you know, getting big heads and, and thinking that they can do no no wrong. Right. So, of course, that brings us to uh, Eddie Jones. <laughs> yeah. Um, you you know something about that. And, and yeah, and he, he, he seems like one of these coaches that comes in, does a fucking bang-up job, and is like, hey, I'm king shit of Turd Mountain. I'm, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. And nobody's going to question me because you're not allowed to. And, and 
He had a good relationship with the media. He's very cordial, very polite. I mean, yeah, every so often. I'm actually surprised he's as cordial as he is, honestly. Right. Um, But he's always, always very nice to them. And contrast that against there's there's a a grumpy ass coach. If you want to, if you ask any any American football fan who who the the best coach is in the NFL, and then you ask them who the surliest coach is in the NFL, (laughs) they're the same guy. And it's it's a guy named Bill Belichick, who also happens to be the the greatest football coach of all time. Yeah. Um, sorry, Jared, for um, no, no disrespect to, to Vince. Well, I mean, but well, until is... he gets the, hey, listen, until he gets the trophy renamed after himself, <laughs> it, it is what it is. That, you know? That's true. Um, but yeah, but Bill Belichick has won a ridiculous amount of um, football games and championships. Yeah, can't deny and, that. And, and it is undeniable. Mm. And yet, he almost, almost never gets above himself and, and mm. puts himself on like, a, you know, some sort of like I can do no wrong, so I'm just going to do this and fuck everyone else. And sometimes he, but when he does, he gets because he's such a surly asshole to the media. Oh, he gets lambasted. He gets crushed when, yeah. when he didn't start. What's his name in the Super Bowl? Butler. Butler. Malcolm Butler. A couple of years ago in the Super Bowl, and the Eagles tore apart his secondary mm-hmm. with yeah. Malcolm Butler sitting on the bench. Yeah. Um, that didn't go well. It didn't go well, and it didn't go well for Bill. He got he got crushed by, and this is the best coach of all time, top two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hand, um, no question. And a guy who like he gets you know all sorts of shit for, but Eddie Jones leaves Danny Cipriani and Alex Good off of his roster. It's not as even though he's not starting them, he's just not even bringing them along. No. And everybody's like. Yeah, it, it, it's not the best decision, but, you know, Eddie knows what he's doing. <laughs> I still question that. And, and there's, there, there, yeah, the, but the general consensus is yes, Eddie knows what is. he's doing. No, you're not wrong. And whereas, you know, you, you, you know, again, Bill Belichick makes a mistake and it's, what the fuck is this guy? Like, he's the greatest, yes, he's the yeah. greatest coach of all time, but that was fucking stupid. And, and, and he gets reamed, literally yeah, he, reamed out yeah, for he it. Yeah, he gets pulled apart and, and, for that one. Right, and universally. And I think it's just because, like, so, so my thinking is, if you're a coach, and you want to make sure that you're you never think that your shit doesn't stink, because if you're a coach, your shit stinks. Yeah. Um. Have don't don't have. A, I mean, I'm wondering if Belichick's relationship with the media is purposeful, so that he always has to, um, bring his best. He has to bring his A game. Yeah. If he do, if he Challenge if he slip, himself, makes one slip up, the, the the he knows he's gonna get eaten. Right by everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so up, up and down the coast and we east to west. So I, I, that's why I'm, I'm wondering if that's strategic on his part at this point because he's apparently a very nice guy away from you know. You, so you, yeah. You, so and, as and he'll I talk understand. football for hours with you. Believe it. Unless you have a microphone in his face. Yeah. <laughs> maybe point, don't. Maybe don't fuck up. Say maybe don't stick a microphone in his face right. if you can help it. <laughs> so that, that's my that's my question is is uh, first off is you know is is Belichick's relationship with the media kind of attacked like is it is it some sort of tactic yeah. for him. And it, then should Eddie Jones get a lot more shit? I mean, he, he should, does. but it, he but he uses the media as a as a tactful as a little bit of a cuz he used it in Australia when they went in the first tour that he mm-hmm. did with England down to Australia against Michael Checa who he's obviously very good friends with. Definitely used that as a tool to screw around a little bit and right. still do still does it when like Six Nations comes around and the the tests come around, but he doesn't use it in the same way that we're talking about with Bill Belichick, where he might just use it as a way to check himself and or to just make sure he doesn't completely blow up and be like, 
uh, I don't need to do anything different, do I? <laughs> people, will, people will make sure he's doing something different when need be. Right. Yeah. So, I, and he always has. That's yeah. the thing. That's why he's been good. <laughs> so, but yeah. then again, there's the other thing where, where, where rugby is a much less surly sport than football is. And so coaches don't, you know, even the players, coaches, everyone involved says, yeah, this is a game. We get to, we get to enjoy this for a living. Right. Well, because professionalism is still a new thing. It's, yeah. you know, professionalism was what, 96, 99, somewhere in that neighborhood. Right. Yeah, we're only in 2019 here. That's 20 years. That's true. By my math. We'll, we'll check back in 55 years and yeah. see, see what rugby players see are like. See how nasty and grow. I mean, hopefully yeah. we're still walking around at some point. Um, but yeah. We'll see what we'll see what it brings, but by that point, but yeah, I'd I'd say, um, and you can just see it in like the the daily routines of coaches between the two sports. Mm-hmm. Yes, they both love their job and they both sink their teeth right into it, but you know, NFL coaches, to be fair, or at least from what I know, they work themselves to the bone and they get no sleep and they they'll spend the night at the facility just to get a jump on. And can, uh, I, can I ask? What the fuck are they thinking? <laughs> no, thank like, you. What you know? So, so I have a thing about my professional life, which is, I've always thought that I work in, a, in an office environment, and my thing is, if 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 you see, I there was a guy who I used to work with many years ago when I first started at this company. Yeah. Who I would show up. There were days I would show up early, mm-hmm. like six thirty a.m. His car would be there. Wow. And there'd be days when I would show up late, or I'm sorry, show up late, leave late. Yes. His car's still like there. Like 6, 7 p.m. or something like that. Car's still there. Yeah. And all I can think of is the only way that makes sense is either, A, he's really bad at his job and it just takes him that, that long to do. Or maybe, B, he's distracted. Half the time. Half yeah. the time. So he's like, <laughs> you know, maybe working for an hour and then fucking off for an hour. And then he does that for, yeah, so that'll, that'll cost for some 16 delays hours and, and that gets him eight hours of work. But, like, why would you... Why would you live like? What are you doing? I, I yeah. knew what the guy did because I we worked in the same department and I knew exactly what he did because <laughs> I was doing it myself. And I was like, no, there's no way this takes that much time. Right. But like football coaches, for for they're when I talk about Bill Belichick being the the best coach in the NFL, it's by a great distance. Yeah. Like even the the second tier guys are a, a far are far cry away from him. Mm. And there's only like five of them at at most. At best, yeah. And then everyone else is an equally long drop from yeah. them, from from those from those tier two. So they're and that's way the third behind. Tier. And then you get to the shags. Like all these guys are fucking incompetent at what they do. <laughs> Understatement. And, and they have a shit perspective on what they do. Ugh. So yeah, I, I'm not. I don't have a very big. I don't have too much respect for football coaches. Yeah, it's. I mean. And so for them working long hours, I'm just like, it's what the, the fuck it's are you the doing? Mon- it's, you know, it's that money-driven thing with the NFL, and that's the thing that just eh, makes me feel grosser and grosser mm-hmm. every year I watch it. I'm just like, I, I keep watching it because I love my Packers, but I just feel a little nastier and nastier as we get, as I continue to watch it, and knowing yeah. more and more about it as I understand more and more about it, it just gives me a little creepy crawly feeling right. sometimes. And you saw, even last year, I would say, like, maybe third or fourth game in the season, and I'm looking. I'm watching the Steelers, and I'm like, I, "This team is just unlikable." Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. From an entire just, they, they're they're disgusting to watch. Um, just the way they the way the game is called, their their game planning and and what they do, and I'm just like, 
one of the things, and I, I so I, I got uh, one of our our elderly teammates, yeah, <laughs> our team members this weekend was was, cla- was was laughing at me and clapping about it on on Sunday after our match because I was telling a, a, a one of the rookies um, something that I noticed and, and was asking him a question about what he saw, and I was telling him here's what I saw and here's what I want you to do, and and this guy starts laughing and clapping. He's like A B C, always be coaching, and I'm like. <laughs> I'll, you know these these kids don't know the game, and if anything, I want to give them yeah. the habits of good players. Like you're an athlete, you can tackle, you can run fast. That doesn't mean you're a good rugby player. If you can do all those things, you need to be able to do some other things. Yeah. And it's like you need to know the habits of good players. And like football coaches don't do that shit. They don't talk about the. Ha- they just say you do no. this, do yeah, this that's exact true. thing, that is and that's true. it. They, yeah, they don't they don't give you the root of why and, and, and right. you know, the, the surrounding materials as to what's the point of this. They just kind of say, do this. Oh, great. That's going to, that's going to solve all my issues. No, no, it doesn't. It, it, okay. <laughs> well, when we call this play, this is exactly what I'm going to do now. I don't, but if you don't understand the yeah. point of it. Yeah. If you can't process why you're doing it, then you, you can't make the adjustment. Right. Yeah. Like you look at the, the wide receivers and they'll talk about the best ones. Oh, on third down, they just get to the sticks and turn around and wait for the ball. And it's like, yeah, why don't rookies do like that's fucking basic. I yeah. could I, me, I'm 39, I'm big and fat, yeah. and I'm not very tall. I can run 9 yards, turn around and wait for a ball to get to me and catch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take a hit whatever, but like Right. That's something that I can do without athletic ability. Why can't they do it with athletic ability? Yeah. It's cuz NFL coaches suck. <sighs> Pro- no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might might not might have a point there. All right. Might so, have a point so, there. Sorry for 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 taking up yeah, some time with that. That's I, right. But I, I just yeah, cuz it really did to me transition into the the Champions Cup final conversation that that we're about to talk about because Fuck! Why the fuck isn't Alex good on, on the on the goddamn <laughs> roster? I know, best European player this year. You know, and I don't know if it was by a mar- a large margin or not, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't he's, matter. He's uh, he's clear. He's clearly been. He was clearly Europe, top two at it's least. It's European. Anyway. <laughs> it's but not yeah. England. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> like there weren't many good English players in the tournament. No, none I mean, of them. Like, like you know, they only... most of them reside in the same team. So right. You know, it's it's pretty yeah, it's pretty ridiculous to think about how he hasn't been picked by them. Like, it's like, are, are you really are you are you really going to ignore this? Let's let's rewind. And it's Cardiff. It's a shot to nothing from Dan Bigger. And wouldn't it have been nice to have an actual fullback to try and field the ball that Josh Adams eventually grabbed and scored? Maybe instead of. Not- a guy that usually and usually likes to play center and usually plays center, mm-hmm. and, and but instead we you know you don't have that. No. And look at look at who was on the other side of the field wearing a red jersey that day, <laughs> bomb diffuser in chief, and yeah. he basically was the main reason that England England's game plan went to hell. Right. So he was also a, a major impact on the European Cup on this one too. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he would did he diffused quite a bit. Yes, he did a lot. He did a lot of good things as uh, as a member of the Saracens as well. Um, so yeah, Champions Cup final in Newcastle. What a freaking what a belter! Oh my goodness, that Classic was match. that was a great match. Um, yeah, I, obviously Ben, like like I said, Ben and I are obviously dancing our dancing ourselves away this past weekend. It was a lot of fun to to watch and enjoy and. You know, you just I, – I was obviously on pins and needles basically until Billy scored. 
Yeah. And and then when, when that scored and, and the time started to wind down, I was like, okay, keep going. Keep that clock moving. <laughs> I was desperate to keep that clock moving. Yeah, I, I dealt with my nerves in my own way. <laughs> yeah, no, you were good, you were good to go. And I should have had one more of my freaking beer. Yeah. Holy shit. But yeah, so I, I, I was... You know, and obviously with Joe Rungar says it's such a fucking oh lottery God. at the contact uh, the contact area. Yeah. So it's that wait, was the other thing. I can't wait for the World Cup now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a lottery! But um, so there was a point that um the other rugby pod brought up, uh, Saracens, and this is this is before the match. Saracens had him in the in the semifinal, so maybe that having that happen gave them a little experience as to what he might do. It didn't. Maybe not. 100 percent but it did, it did not help them at all in no. the first half no no so in in the the one half that they really struggled struggled yeah that yeah and maybe that got better but also who knows he's he's fucking french he, he <laughs> we, we talk about it like we even were talking about it at halftime you and me yeah where a lot of times the 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 French referee will just slope the field to one side, and whatever mm. side's playing downhill, they get to play downhill. And then the other when, at yeah. halftime, the other team gets to play downhill. A little bit, yep. And and that was that it seemed that way. It's kind of seemed what happened because the 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 mirroring yellow cards, the penalty yes. count, I think I feel like changed in the second half. Yeah. Um, Tackles didn't change though. No. Saracens made about thirty or fifty more somewhere in that neighborhood, and they were punishing. Oh, they and, were positive tackles. And, they were all plus tackles. Not right. all. A lot of them were plus lot, tackles, right. and they were. And it was the the launch did it. Um, you know, they were talking about against. Uh, there was talk about what happened against Munster. That were, were they offsides half the time? Meh. Mm. <laughs> they weren't because Garza didn't call them offsides. Right. You know, and maybe maybe they knew that that was kind of something they could push. Yeah, and that's why they were able to get up get up and that's the very Lenser's, possible. That that might have helped. Up in the face. He was he let everything go. Mm, he let a lot of weird ass shit go. Yeah. So, I mean, and you know, you just you do have to play to the referee, unfortunately. And when it's a Frenchman, it's a lottery. It yeah. really is. It's a bit <laughs> yeah, of, it's a bit of Russian roulette. Right. You have to spend the first twenty minutes figuring out how to play to him. Yes. What, what he's calling against what team? Because <laughs> right, just because he's calling it against your team, he'll call something else to get like, oh, mm-hmm. no, 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 you guys are offside. He'll, he'll find something new to call against right. you. You guys have hands on the rock, but they're putting their hands on the rock. No, 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 they're fine with that. They're just offside. Like what the fuck? Dude? <laughs> you just call the same thing the same way against both teams. Like, mm-hmm. but whatever. It, it, it's it, it it did this this match. It worked itself out. Yep. And um, yeah, so Atoje ended up in the bin, and in that time, that's when Leinster were able to mm-hmm. push themselves over the line, tight for long, wriggle themselves over the line. As as much as it, it disheartened me to see for long, who I really, who I admire, good, I I greatly admire, try. I greatly admire. Um, but yeah, you know, I was like, no, not that guy. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> right, he's he's lining up for that that pick and go, and yeah. I think Jared and I both are like. Well, there's the try. All right, we can relax now because yeah, it's over. We were just wait. We were, we were just wait, basically waiting for them to get over the line so we yeah. could reset and get the hell on the other end of the field. Right. That's basically all that was happening. Um, but so Ty Furlong eventually gets over and obviously converted while Otoje's sitting in the bin. Um, and then the, and then and they and then we got to also talk about the, right right when that happened though at, during the yellow card. What else happened with Saris? I forgot. Both their their props had to. Lose oh the match. yeah, TT and Mako both had to get yanked because they were both hurt. Right. I forgot about that. Duh. So so the, it was the, a huge moment. It was a huge moment, and and I, I, the my bit of insight into this during the time, and I want to brag about it now because it, it was actually pretty accurate. Is that if you're gonna lose your props at at any point in the match, 
right at the 30 minute mark of the first half could be worse it, you could do a lot worse yeah. because the the back i mean the 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 subs they're they're starting worthy they can go for 50 minutes oh barrington you, and Conker are definitely worthy of a start right. for sure exactly you, you you put them on for 10 minutes they mm-hmm. get a 15 minute break right and then they go back out for 40 like that's mm-hmm. they're they're not even really still i mean they're they're sweating but yeah, they're not I mean, really like the big boys sweat into the match really until yeah <laughs> You know, but, 15, 20 in or so. So yeah, they did. They um, and to be fair, I mean, Cocker stood out for sure. He he had some good runs. He was you know he was making himself very useful all over the all game over the winning pitch. kick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, barely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and Barrington Barrington is one of those guys. If he doesn't stand out, then he did then he did right. his job because he's not somebody that's going to set the world alight. No, but, but you're going to notice when he misses tackles. When he's messing up, that's when you notice him. So or, that's the good thing. Right, or turning the ball over in, in mm-hmm. space or something. Or yep, something like that. So uh, they left, and then eventually Saracens did get um, a penalty. And I also got a very, very good-looking try from Sean Maitland off a gorgeous little basically no-catch pass from Owen Farrell. Owen Farrell. And uh, it went through um, Barrett, was it? Who was inside? Who just let it go? I think Laws. Or was it Goody? Maybe. Uh, yeah, it was one of them. It was either Goody or yeah, it was or one, of those, one, one of those three who who let the pass skip him. Yeah, so I think Farrell gave him a shout. Yeah, and said let it go, yeah. and was able to shift it to Maitland. Maitland, and Maitland walking was in. Ha- was happy to just wait for the ball to get to him and walk in. So that was um, that was a very nice bit of work. And Farrell um, with the conversion too. That was uh, yeah, that was huge, obviously, because yeah. it t- tied at ten ten, and that was that that was a halftime score. Yep, and you know when. When that happened, after having a yellow card, I felt I felt good. I didn't know I didn't you know I wasn't overly confident. I was like, that could have gone a lot worse. We're right. still tied, <laughs> so um, I was happy with it. And then obviously second half, um, Saracens left them nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. They really didn't. That's that defense just smothered them. They did. You know, it, it really did. And it was um, it was pretty evident that Ring Rose was having a bad day because he. I saw something where he basically just like there was an overlap and he fucked off. He didn't care. He just took the ball in. I was like, oh boy, I'm glad we we didn't give that one away. Yeah. So again, it's one of those things where you know you you get a little bit too much of that that tunnel vision and eventually you you miss the easy things that make you good mm-hmm. and that you know would have won you a game because you just you're not thinking. It, what made me happy was uh, in the yeah in the in the second half they were they were as they were coming back in and they were talking about what to, to watch for in the second half. He said, both these teams, when they're playing at their peak and, and they're not alone with, with just these two, but they'll, they'll choke you out in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Like they'll figure out a way to, to wrestle control. So like the, the, that, yeah, that's, first, that's definitely true. The first 20 minutes of the second half, were really going to determine mm-hmm. the outcome. Oh, yeah. I thought, um, well, they thought at least I, I, Seem to agree, but I was still that made me all the more nervous for the next like yeah. ten minutes or so, fifteen right. minutes. Absolutely. And um, yeah, it was right around the. It was uh, Fardy got his his uh, yellow card at fifty seven. Fifty seven, yeah. And then Faz hit the kick, and I was good. like, "Good okay, start. Uh, we're in the lead. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's right. all it takes." Sometimes and that was right around that time where they were saying that they'll take control. So I was like, yep. "This could be it." Like that made me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and it it was their physicality that just really, really did it, did just hammered it home. I mean, we when we when the lineup came out, I texted you. Went, we went big, mm-hmm. you know, because Morrow's playing six. Will Skelton's in the lineup yeah. along with Cruiser. So you know, if we were going for a little bit more um, speed and and you know and guile, Will Skelton's not in that lineup. 
No. But and Marl's playing in the Damn, second row, not at six. Skelts was amazing. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. all, all three of those guys. We have we just... ha- we have to sing we have to sing the big man's praises because he has decided to stay at Saracens. They're working out the contract kinks. It sounds like he's going to stay at Saracens and he's not going to Australia, which I feel so terrible for. But God, I love this guy. If he's if he's making that sacrifice for us, check a better fucking pick him anyway. He should. I, I no, don't understand like, this. I don't understand this. Swallow your pride. The yeah. guy making make a bloody step exception in and be. He should be your starting lock. Right. He should be your starting second row. End of story. And I bet you if you ask James Horwell, who j- who's about to step away from the game, right. he'd tell you the same thing. He should be a star- the starting second row. Yeah. He has 18 caps for Australia, and that's when he was fat. Right. He was a chunker when he, he got those 18 chunky. caps. You know? <laughs> so now he's fit. He's fighting. He's in form. Yeah. Like, Michael Checker, just park your damn pride once and pick the man. He's... He's worth it. He's absolutely worth what it. The f- what the what? He's worried about getting fired? Uh, listen, dude, you, you <laughs> like, haven't been seriously. fired yet. You screwed up pretty hard in some aspects, well, too. Well, this is his last go-around with, with yeah, them anyway. The so the he's gone. So what the fuck? Pick yeah. your best guy. Are they, re- like, are they really going to pull Spain and fire him like weeks weeks and months before the World Cup? No. no. If, they, that's, if they really want a shot at this thing and to not look like a bunch of chumps, right. they won't do that. They're right. not that stupid. And they're certainly not going to fire you for, for bringing in... Fucking Will Skelton. No, I think most Australia fans would jump up and like, down. Yes, please. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So, uh, but just the same, we, we love Will Skelton for staying, and um, uh, hopefully everything gets worked out, knock on wood. Um, and he's uh, he's going to be a Saracen for at least a couple of years, which that, is... That's great. I mean, bad news for anybody else in the pipeline. Right. <laughs> so, like, Joel Kapoku's probably going to have to go on loan or get so, or just go somewhere Transfer, else. Yeah. I don't... I don't, And I won't blame him for leaving, you know? No. even Even, like, even if Sequoia wants to... Wants right. to jump ship. I don't blame him. I I, I will have hold no hard feelings. I understand the point. Right. You need to get game time. You need to get seen. You you need a lot of you know. You need a lot of things that aren't going to necessarily be there for you all the time outside of international windows. Mm-hmm. So you know I would understand. But yeah. So uh, di- digress. Back to the match. Um, the 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 clinching, the clincher. The clinching try to James get over Lowe's the line. bum. Oh wait, that was a different. <laughs> oh my god, we saw so much the, James Lowe bum. We almost clincher. saw some testicles too. <laughs> oh man, that was a full moon. Yeah, and then some. <laughs> Guys, tie your shorts. All right, please tie your bloody shorts. Right. Good lord, that was all of James Lowe's ass and more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God we didn't see anything else. Yeah, but... we're very familiar with Mr. Lowe now. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Everybody knows what that looks like. Oh god. God. But um, outside of that, the um, <laughs> the uh, f- four person carry in try for Billy. I mean, he didn't carry them all in, but he got to the line no, and just reached. He, he didn't carry four of them in because two of them just fell off. Fell off. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. He um, and then the yeah. replay with where because he, he busts all of them down to like a half meter short of the line and then dots it. Yeah, over. Yeah, dots it over and. And once again, James, the, the aforementioned James Lowe, they showed on the replay from the reverse angle, and he sees what what, that, what Billy's doing as he as he, Billy goes to, He's about to, reach. to rips he rips it away from him and, and goes to reach it, and you see Lowe just go. No. <laughs> He's mad. He's like, no, right. get back here. <laughs> yeah, nope. Uh, so, and then you know, Saracens were able to. Really, like even when it was it was you know nothing time, they were just still able to find a way to just suffocate the life out of everything Lencer's was going offense. backwards. Yeah, for them by the by the end of the match, probably about yeah right around that sixty minute mark, everything was going backwards. Mm-hmm. 
It was, you know, and it's it's baffling to think about, you know, them. The, again, we've talked about Leinster and their high powered offense, and they definitely have a high powered offense. They have lots in the locker in that in that back line, and even in that loose loose forward um, group. But there was nothing dynamic. No, they didn't do a lot. It was, it they, was hands. They didn't do a lot of special things. No. You know, maybe a mispass here or there, but the ball only went one way, and it, and it rarely went out the back. Right. And it was it was um, yeah, it was a little baffling about the lack of creativity. This is almost like the inverse of what happened for England against Wales. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they just ran out of creativity. Right. They they and, I mean, I'm sure some of that has to do with with uh, the Saracens' launch on defense, but yeah. not that much. There was a lot of time. Like they weren't. They didn't launch every time. Right. Couldn't. <laughs> But some of those times they then they, they you know on the forward, obvious forward crashes they didn't just blindly launch up and, until they smacked the guy they did a good job of um, working to make double tackles even right. behind the line and, and that's when they 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 really didn't drive into them and drive them back they just caught them and then mm-hmm. worked them backwards. No, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so yeah, Saracens are your champions of Europe. They are the fourth team to claim three European titles along with um, Toulon, Toulouse, and Leinster. They're the first English team to claim three titles, which gives them the most in England. Uh, they were tied with both Wasp and Leicester oh. at two, and they've now gone ahead of them. Uh, you know, one, <laughs> They're one of the few teams that has won three championships in four years or less. Mm. Leinster did it. Toulon did three years in a row, and now Saracens have done three out of four. Nice. So um, it's it's a it's a it's a huge monumental achievement. It's a huge thing for English rugby, obviously. Um, again, <laughs> we talked about you know even like last week when it was the Shags against the Shags, Exeter and, and Saracens. If you want to know how to get there um, for Europe, just have a look at Exeter, have a look at Saracens. You'll you'll you, you might want to take some notes. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, <laughs> and somewhere somehow. And I was I was hoping he would he he would still have it on so we could laugh so we could so I could say somewhere somewhere out there he's still wearing it and he's not he's not anymore he took it off he took it off but about man what a, be- ago. what a freaking bender <laughs> right what a bender that had to be it's a, uh, he so did weird. so Alex Good was still wearing his uh, his Saracens kit uh, not only last night but the night uh, he basically wore it up until about twelve hours ago right. as Ben just said from from Saturday the <laughs> night from Saturday night and on until. Tuesday midday. <laughs> That's that, that he, he wore his. his I, have, I have kit. two words: legendary. Yeah, that is just epic. And not to mention, he had his gum shield. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He did still have his freaking mouth guard. Yeah. Oh and I man. I tell you this much now. What's that? If a fanny pack is good enough for Alex Good, it's good enough. Good enough for, for me. me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fully justified in my. That's all. He, that's all he was. Uh, <laughs> that's all he was sporting was his kit and the fanny pack. Fantastic. Uh, he, d- he did it um, two years ago when they won in um, tweeting out where they're going. Like yeah, he did, when they won. Of where yeah, going. when they won in Edinburgh, he did it two years ago. Uh, apparently, Newcastle is a hell of a timeout as well. So you know, even if he made it back to London in his kit, like, right? You know, but still, whew. I think they went back to London because I think he yeah he was like he was getting ready for the bus in his kit. Yeah, he was definitely getting ready for the bus in his kit. But like <laughs> even like the night the night before, like the night they won. Right. I'm sure they went out in Newcastle because apparently oh, it's sure. a hell of a time. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Um, <laughs> yeah. But his, his London bender is... is <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and venture a guess and say he's not playing this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say he's going to need a rest. If, no, if for nothing else, the fact that he's going to be hung over. Uh, yes. <laughs> but Alex Good, Alex Good, you are everybody's hero out there, whether they want to admit it or not. <laughs> Absolutely heroic. Yep. Um. Meanwhile, once upon a time, uh, down under, there was there was other rugby, rugby being played too, and um, Bowden Barrett, he's actually pretty good. I've heard tell of this guy, <laughs> Bowden Barrett. Um, so one thing that stuck out for me in terms of him was he scrambled to to get to recover a ball, kicked it, kicked it. <laughs> he chased the damn thing. Went after the first guy. The first guy got rid of it. Somebody managed to make make this guy have to dance for a second. Scrambled himself back and got him. And then he got to his feet and, he, and either won the penalty or stole the ball. Jeez. Uh, he, I was like, wow. Or he whatever it was, he countered it. He basically he, he won the ball single-handedly just hanging out down in the Blues end. Um, so Hurricanes 22, uh, Blues 12. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a scrappy match. Hurricanes actually showed something I was really, really hoping that they would finally show defense. Mm. They showed yeah. some defense and rocked up. Twelve points against, not bad. Yeah, and that's not like that's not nobody's were shutting down. Rico Yuani did play in this game, so, and Nanai, Maananu. I'm 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 not gonna sit here and tell you that they're nobodies. Right, they're kind of good. They're, they're all right. So you know, it's it, and it was really good to see. <laughs> Poor Jordy Barrett, ouch town, ouch town population him. Oh, he went up, the pills. Huh? He he went up for a ball uh, on a high kick, and you know he lifted his leg up trying to protect himself. Well, somebody else went in for the same ball, lifted their leg up, and caught him there. Ooh. Not only did he catch him there, I'm pretty sure as they both came down, a, like, the shin tap. came down on top oh. of him in the in the region in said region. The double tap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And no he's good. down. They were like, uh, "Jordy's down," and I'm like, "I think I know why." <laughs> I was pretty sure he just got one of the nuts, and he did. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, dude!" Like double, double. Yeah. Yo, oh. baby, that hurts. So, <laughs> uh, and you still had a pretty damn good game on top of all that. So, um, he did well. Ben Lamb basically decided that he was going to score a try. Like he took, he got a hold of the ball and just wriggled off four people and scored. I was like, um, "Why haven't you done this today yeah. yet?" <laughs> Thanks for doing it, but <laughs> right. why hadn't you done that yet? Because that's basically what it looked like he did. He's like, "I'm going to take this ball and I'm putting it in the try zone, yeah. and if anybody wants to try and stop me, you might Good have to luck. shoot me." Yeah, <laughs> that's a he's a he's a unit. He is a unit. That, that that should be a more regular thing for him. Agreed. I mean, seven circuit as opposed to here kind of makes takes some takes a little bit of adjustment time, True. I guess. But he's had at least a year, so you'd like to think that he would figure it out by now. He'll get it. I mean, his I remember his first year, he like just he lit up he, scorching. He lit up the world. Yeah, he lit up the whole the whole league. It was cool. Um, so yeah, Hurricanes twenty two, Blues twelve. They are slowly inching themselves towards a home quarterfinal, which would be really cool for for them. Um, I think they're far and away the best team, not named Crusaders, in the league. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to argue. I know they don't necessarily rock up and you know dominate teams, but I mean, yeah. I think the only two, they've lost like three games and two of them to the Crusaders, right? So, and if you go by points, um, they're they're far and away the second best. I mean, okay, they nobody else has thirty. Wow, and they've got forty Crusaders with forty-seven. Yikes! So, yeah, they're. they're <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so <Yes. laughs> my, my, my point my point now validated. Thank you. <laughs> um, Rebels and Reds. And, I, and you know, I, I said that the Reds weren't necessarily that good and the Rebels were probably better. And the Rebels didn't, like, blow them out of the water by any means, mm-hmm. but they, they played them off the field in a lot of ways. Um, Reese Hodge... Looks like he's he's somebody that's gonna be wearing a gold shirt this this summer, for sure. As we keep saying, this right, time. right, right. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Dane Hale at Petty, Petty steps in and, and plays out plays out of his skin, and you know it was uh, it it wasn't dominating, but it was definitely it was in control. I'd say that's what it, that's what I'd say. It, it, I never really had a worry that the Rebels were gonna lose the game, so it was just you know. I think the last try that that the Reds scored was fairly late, so made it look a little bit yeah, closer than it is. Minutes. They, oh, and they they got two penalties late. Okay, so there you minutes go. and eighty minutes. So there you go. So the you know this game wasn't as close as it looked. Uh, Quade Cooper was a little bit better this game, so I think he's starting to shake off the rust and whatever right. whatever it was in his head that said I can't do this. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so he was able to get it. Um, when 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 the rebels had the ball, it was in the um, it was in the reds area, reds twenty two. Yeah, they they're, that territory d- difference is uh, pretty stark. Right, sixty four thirty six. Oof. Yeah, that, that, that yep. The uh, the stats tell me you're uh, telling the truth there. Yeah, so um, they you know, and the good things happen when you hang out in the twenty two of the of the opposition. So, and case in point, Rebels score score more more points than the Reds do. Um, so, Red, so Rebels win 30-24. Not quite back on top of the Aussie Conference, but they've also played one less game than the Brumbies. So, mm. um, give that just a just a beat, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Bulls and Crusaders. You mean the, the Crusaders? Yeah, basically. I don't. I'm not sure the Bulls played. Did the Bulls actually? They they, they did, played. They, they were did on the not field. Play well. They did not play well at all. Uh, Crusade, and to say that the Bulls didn't play well is more that the Crusaders absolutely dominated them. The Crusaders played um, spectacularly. Um, you know, the Hurricanes have a guy named Bowden Barrett. The Crusaders have a guy named Richie Mwanga, and the dude is pretty freaking good as well. I've heard the name. <laughs> um, also, Sevu Reese. I've heard that name. Sevu Reese and George yeah. Bridge were also getting in on the action. And too. they had their own Barrett. Yeah, they do. They have Scott. Scott got over the line. Mitchell du- Mitchell Dunshe with a huge, with a big big second row run for his <laughs> for his uh, debut try is his first ever tr- Super Rugby try. So I was I was kind of pumped about that. I was like, yes, go go go, you big <laughs> ugly giraffe, go. <laughs> so um, yeah, so he got over. Scott Barrett got over after he uh, it was a crash over. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, Sever Reese with a hat trick. Obviously, yep. that that uh, that that helps. Moanga um, with the double. Yeah, so it was it was uh, just you know Moanga. He just he stood out. He really did. He, he was kicking it. He was he was not only did he stood out stand out because he was very skillful. He also stood out because boy did this guy work his ass off. So between the two of those things, it it, it just made him look just. Like the superstar he is. When you see him everywhere, and every time you see him, he's doing something amazing. Yeah, that, he is. He he is a superstar, and for yeah. the All Blacks to have uh, people were worried about what was going to be happening with Dan Carter. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, they're going to be they're going to be just as good. I you would still be very McKenzie? terrified. Oh yeah, without him either. Good <laughs> lord, I mean, he was definitely going to. They they could in theory stick one of these guys at fullback if they really wanted to. Sure, 
you know, if they really, really wanted to, it wouldn't be the worst idea ever. I can tell you that much right now. So, um, yeah, Crusaders 45, Bulls 13. Uh, I mean, Bulls got Roscoe Speckman back, so that was kind of nice. Uh, but, man, they they are need, they're in desperate need of going back to the drawing board after this one because that South Africa t- conference is still pretty darn tight. They need, they need to get on it quick, though, because otherwise they're going to be left behind. Highlanders and Jaguars. This sucker was wide open. Surprise, surprise! When you're playing the Jaguars, I know. Right. Um, but it was it was very wide. It was a very wide open match. Uh, you know, obviously, good things happening for both teams. Uh, but they just the, the the Highlanders just had a little bit more of the skill. Um, the possession was theirs. Although the Jaguars are very comfortable not having the ball. To say to 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 say honestly, like I could see it. Um, the Jaguars made a very peculiar move. Um, Conciliari, who was their winger, was playing very well. He was seemed to be just on everything. All their kicks, he was on top of, and you know he was at the right place at the right time a lot. They pulled him early, mm. so I'm hoping it was for injury cause. I'm not hoping, but I'd like to right. think that they weren't stupid in pulling a guy that was playing amazingly for no reason. Yeah, because it didn't seem like they had a reason. So I don't know. Um, Joshuani again. If the <laughs> if the All Blacks need a, a third first five, that's your guy. Yeah, he he, he, he continues to play very well. He continues he to be informed. So if they are in desperate, desperate need of of that, it's it's it, it's Joshua. And has there been? I I haven't seen anything. Um, what, what's the update on on Ben Smith? Um, been... I haven't seen anything. The the only thing I knew was six to eight weeks. Okay. So that was the last thing I saw. Okay. Well, that's not terrible. I wasn't sure no. if he was going to have to. No, if he no, had no. another ACL kind of th- yeah. situation, or... uh, no, yeah, it's not. It's not that. I think that that was that update was as of like yeah, no ACL. So that okay. was the, that was the best news possible for sure. Um, <laughs> I keep. I, I always see his name, and I always am just like, is it? Yeah, it is. Um, Thomas Umaga Jensen. It's a. <laughs> it's a. It's a nephew of Tana, mm. um, the the uh, Blues defense coach and former All Black captain. <laughs> and he actually has another nephew in England playing in the Wasp Academy. Uh, what's his name? I think it's um, Jacob. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I know the name. I know the name. And give me, give me a second here. I know it. Um, but yeah. So anyway, uh, Islanders figured it out without without Ben Smith. So that's the best thing you could ask for that in is, their case, good. especially first game. Right. Especially first game without him. You you. That's the one that's definitely going to be the vulnerable game. So they figured Which is it why out. I think I picked against them. This right. Match. Yeah, I think I think you did too. Um, but yeah, so it was very good. It, you know, Matera and Creevy did everything they could. Creevy came off the bench, but still, you know, he is a nasty, nasty dude sometimes. He <laughs> just wants to freaking get into it every yeah. time. Um, but it's uh, it, was, it was for naught. So uh, Jaguars go down 27-32. They're still in the hunt in, the, in their conference, though. So I... Uh, I would definitely not 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 uh, write them off quite yet. Um, we know Kiwi teams beat up on everybody but themselves, basically. Right. So it's not a new thing, and, and I don't think this is beating up on them. But they did win, they and they usually yeah. don't lose to teams that aren't the Kiwis. So right. Yeah. Just case in point there. Your boys and the Sharks. Well, they did what the Crusaders couldn't do. They beat them. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> they beat him. It was um. It's it seemed to uh, again. It seemed to be a. Uh, if it was going to be a Chiefs win, it was going to have to be a wide open game because the, the Sharks definitely would have had the set piece advantage, mm-hmm. especially with their big boys. Right. Um, 
No Dan Dupree in this match. Uh, but still, just yeah, their big boys are a little scary. Right. <laughs> but that that's in a way that's good because that's when the the Chiefs play their their best is when they're they're right. open. They keep it open, and as long as they can do that and and maintain mm-hmm. their their defense, which they they struggled a lot with earlier in the season. Absolutely. Um, but that's that's settling down. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I um, it's. Funny, I keep seeing Brad Weber's name on the on the team sheet and not Tarangi, mm-hmm. and that uh, supposedly supposedly Tarangi is the third choice nine for the All Blacks. Now I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, it's one of those things where he Weber's just playing. He's playing amazing. Yeah, he's playing amazingly. So it's not like again, I don't think it's anything Tarangi's doing wrong. I think it's a lot of things that Brad Weber's doing right. <laughs> right. And that's the problem. Like, for how him. do you take him out? No, you it, and that's the th- and that's the other thing. Like. Yes, the Chiefs could do Terangi a favor and give give him some run, and so oh yeah, yeah, he can definitely you know be the third choice nine if he's got a little more run. But the Chiefs have an obligation to their players and to the fans and to the team to put a team out there that's going to win. And if the Chiefs feel like that the best person to give them a shot at winning is Brad Weber, they have a they have a right and they have an obligation yeah. to do that. So and it seems like that's the choice they they're making. Right, and and I don't I don't blame them one bit. Um, here, here on Andrews, I, I have to say I do like this guy. He's a little bit of a skinny guy for the Sharks. Their big second row, um, very mobile, very dynamic for a second row by far. But with that comes a cost. He's a little thin. He's a little thin. He's almost. Mm-hmm. He's very lanky. He's very tall. He, he needs to go kind of the opposite way. Bill Skelton's going right now, which is right. get a little beefier. Yeah. If he does, if he can, can, if he can continue to hold on, maintain his skills. He's gonna be. He is gonna be a problem. He's gonna be a very good second row. I can feel it. He just. You can see the way he moves. He's able to get get rid of the ball, um, not unlike Carhus Neiman for mm-hmm. the Bulls. So I, I like the I like the guy. Um, I hope he continues to just get a little beefier. You know, make sure he's he's eating some good food down there, and that'll be. And then he'll be okay. I feel like if it's depending on how committed you are, it's a little bit easier to bulk up and. When I say depending on how committed, I don't mean what you're willing to inject in yourself. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I mean, no, no. How much don't time you're willing to spend in, don't in, do that, please. in, the, in the weight section. Right. Um, I mean, and back on Brad Barber, he did score two tries, right. including what was eventually the winner, I think. Well, the clincher, really. Yeah, the clincher. Okay. Well, I mean, I think he, he, scored, he scored with 70 minutes left. Okay. So, I mean, they took I mean the, was, it took the yeah. lead. It took the lead, right. Because so, it, yeah. it was 22 23 yeah. at the time. So, yeah. And he, he, he does it like, not unlike Kobus Reinach. Who's often on that inside mm-hmm. support line for a nine, and you can't say anything bad about that. No, so he's very good. He is a very good nine. So who knows? Maybe he becomes the next one for for the All Blacks to go have a look at. All right, uh, Lions Wartas. Uh, I'm not sure what to make of this game in terms of I. I don't think the. Waratahs are that bad. I don't think the Lions are that good, and I just I couldn't make heads or tails of the of this game, let alone the result. Um, it was a last second kick that um, Lions back up. I can't remember his name. Reynolds. That that doesn't sound like a South African Reynolds. name, but okay, so that doesn't sound like a South African name, but no. I think that's it. <laughs> no, Reynolds hit the hit a penalty with uh, twenty uh, sixty eight. At sixty-eight minutes, that okay, was the last so score it was eventually match. it was wow, oof, okay, yeah, yeah. ugly. Um, anyway, but like just looking at it, like I honestly don't think the war I don't think the Waratahs are that good. So when they beat teams, 
I'm often wondering, are they playing down to the Waratahs mm-hmm. or are the Waratahs actually like remembering that they're de- they're, they do have some decent players? <laughs> uh, Michael Hooper with the dummy and selling, I mean, <laughs> Marvin Nori and, and uh, Malcolm Marks to get over the line. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to pick, I mean, I guess if you're going to pick one or the other, if I tell you you have a choice between tackling a loose forward and tackling a, a winger, or, or or taking a winger away, you're probably gonna take the lo- take the winger away. Yeah, but probably. Not if it's Michael Hooper. You right. probably want. No, you probably want to tackle him. Yeah, he's he's gonna <laughs> he's, he's gonna tuck it. Like, yeah, he, it was a du- taking... it was a dummy, and he took right. it off, and that was just and I think both guys just felt like they got pantsed. Yeah, <laughs> Hooper will dish it once he breaks the line, but yeah, and he, did, he didn't even do that. Just felt he just right. it was it was daylight. So bye bye. Um, and Malcolm Marks continues to be one of the best hookers in the world. I, again, I, I have a hard time ch- jolting him up into the top top mm-hmm. two. He's still top five, though, hands down, definitely. Um, you know, almost can distribute, uh, not unlike, uh, you know, it's, a, it's amazing his passing ability for a damn hooker, honestly. Uh, he is another loose forward out there for them. Yeah. He really is. So um, he set up, I think it was Skosan's try. Um, with a little half break and then dish, so it was. He's very good. Kyle so. Sinkler like, <laughs> except he's got a better <laughs> head than Kyle Sinkler. <laughs> Just a wee bit. No red. No red mist from Malcolm Marks. No red mist. Um, the one game I definitely don't know a damn thing about, and I'm not sure I need to, is the Brumbies and the Sunwolves. It's uh, we talked about it last week. You know, Sunwolves have this habit of. Up and down, you know they'll they'll come up for a performance, whether they get a result or not is a different story, and then back down for the next for the next game and thirty three to nothing, yikes. That's one thing. Match stats tell another story though. Oh really? Match stats say Sunwolves had sixty percent possession, Jeez-em. and seventy four percent territory, and they lost thirty three nothing. Ugh. I mean, that's I'm, not a I'm good thing. That's like, not a good thing for their offense. It's a great thing for the Brumbies' defense, but right. that's not a good thing for their offense. No. Um, no uh-huh. Hayden Park. No Hayden Parker until whenever the hell he got subbed on. He got subbed on at some point. Um, he did not start this match. I know that. That I know. Oh, he he came on early. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> weird. Okay. So never mind that. Forget I said that. Wow, that's weird. Um. Yeah. Beats the hell out of me. I can't. I can't make heads or tails of that. Mm. Good lord. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Lilia final has a day. Henry Spate had scored two, came off in the sixty-six minute. He's probably pissed. He's like, yeah. "Give me my hat trick." <laughs> um, but yeah, so so again, but Sunwolves found a way to you know, okay, they 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 had possession, they had territory. You still put a bagel up. Not really yeah. that good of a performance if you're putting up a donut. I mean, yeah, the the what was it? Brumbies had one hundred eighty-one tackles. So the Brumbies are one ten. Wow, by seventy. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Well, in that case, you know. The fuck is going on there? Yeah. Something. Something's up. Something's up with that. Yeah. So, um, get on the Brumbies for at least rocking up and showing some defense. Granted, it's the it's the Sunwolves, but hey, you gotta start somewhere, right? Yeah. And and maybe there were some desperation passes that. You know, I'm I'm sure at some way. point there's some that, there were some that came into play. Right. Um. So yeah. So Sunwolves go down to the Brumbies. 33 to nothing. Ugh. Yeah, right. Exactly my thought. Um, oh, one thing I actually had a thought on. Um, we can move on from fantasy um, before we get to pick them. So we talked about all the guys that are coming over for for London Irish. 
but they're gonna have to. They're, they're gonna have a, lo- a little longer time. They're gonna have to. It's gonna be a longer time for them to gel, because sure. the World Cup. You're gonna have at least a month delay. They're gonna give them at least a couple weeks off after that. Right. Depending on when they get eliminated, too. Some of these guys are gonna are gonna get. Some of these guys might get eliminated. You know, quarterfinal and or pool stage. So that's fairly early. But then, so it's gonna be a little bit longer of a delay for them to get more continuity. So I don't know. Be interesting to see what happens with that because Bristol had <laughs> Bristol didn't have that problem. No, um, so, so that'll be interesting. I mean, they, if they gel, they're going to be obviously very good. But they will, and I, I would hope that it wouldn't take that long for them to to at least be able. I mean, they're so talented. Hopefully, it would be they could win some of these games just on that alone. Mm. Um, possibly, but yeah, who the fuck knows? We'll start I mean, to. I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right here right now. Uh, as of what I've seen, Worcester are going down next year because they're losing Teo. Right. I mean, I love Duncan Weir. I like Francois Hugard, Player of the Month this week, um, <laughs> or, or for April rather. And you know, I I like some of their pieces. It's not going to be enough. They haven't done enough business, in my opinion. And I know they've had some financial issues where they've. Had ownership mm-hmm. potential issue, so yeah, I know they're the, and, one, they're the one club where I can't think of where, where they would need a, a they could use some help, some you know, and, mm-hmm. and they they haven't signed anybody. They haven't made, signed but, anything that friggin' lights like like they they got Kitchener's brother back. That's it. Yeah, but exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that doesn't light the world on fire by any means. No. <laughs> you know, that's not something I'm jumping out of my seat to say. Yeah, that's who I want, but. They do their their talent is extremely young. That is true. And they did they they did had a lot of work to gel this oh, year. They did they did sign Nine Nine. Now that I think yeah. about it. Melly Nine Nine. That's okay. the one name that gets me excited about. That's them. true. But that's it. Right. They, they still have to replace two wings, remember. Right. One of them's named Josh Adams, the other one's named Bryce Heen. Yeah, those those are those are good names. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean I presume Nine is gonna bump to wing because Pennell's been playing fullback for a right. long time. But yeah, still. Yeah, I, 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 unless Worcester can can stir up some biz, some business real soon here, I think I think they're gonna be the one to go yeah, down. Yeah, and we'll see. I mean, I guess uh, we'll see what happens with the, with a bunch of the Newcastle guys who. Yeah, if they can grab a couple of the good names off that team, right? Maybe they'll have a shot. But until I see that, I think they're going down. Yeah, next and year. That, that's not a that's not a bad call. I mean, mm. they they struggled so much this year. Yeah, and um, I mean they they finally put their balls on the line with a couple of good performances against right. some good teams, but where the hell has that been? And some of those guys aren't going to be there next year. Exactly. So, and it, uh, you yeah. know, we we took Singleton, <laughs> you know. So it, again, they're going to have to they're going to have to find some ways to really rock up this this coming uh, this coming year, and hopefully they're for their sake they have to hope that their their quality from their the depth of their squad can can eventually show up because yeah. I'm not sure they have it because it'll probably be like as you said. There's there's no reason to expect the the London Irish to be challenging mm-hmm. for for playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, it it could come down to them versus Worcester, and and hopefully yeah. for for Worcester's sake, they uh, they get their young guys working well together, right? And and finish instead of just hey they made a great break and then they turned it over because that's what, <laughs> what Worcester does. <laughs> All right, let's go to pick them. And by our pickums, we can probably figure out who's going to end up where in terms of Champions Cup playoffs, all that jazz. Oh, interesting. Yes, we could. We could. Um, all right, we'll start with the number one seed and the team that is 
holding the destiny in their own hands. Exeter and Saints. Oh, I mean, pretty much at any point in the season, it's it's smart to to pick the the team that needs it more. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think here <laughs> there could be no uh, greater opportunity for for the Saints to need this more than they do. Yep. And and Exeter have they they don't need this at all. Nope. So I'm gonna think the Saints march in. Yeah, me too. I will back my other guys wholeheartedly. Um, so what do we think? Bonus point or no? Oh, I think they do. Yeah. I think they go for it. Just to make sure, because they, you know, yeah. the, the Quins um, they have, are just one point behind. Right. So, yeah. by, you know, if they go for that bonus, they get that bonus. Well, if they, win, if, if they get the win, they're in, because then they'll have to, they'll, they'll already have too many wins for Quins to catch them. Okay. So they'll, have a, they'll give them 12 wins, Quins only, oh, only have 10. I missed that. Yep, that's all right. Um, <laughs> um, and then and that's it. That's the only team that can catch them, Quins. Okay, yeah. So I, I think then... Mm-hmm. I think the Saints win. I, I still think they get the bonus point just to be like, fuck you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. Um, Lester and Bath. Well, I think we know where I'm going with this one. Yeah. Um, like you said, Lester should probably work on their... Uh, um, some of their youth. Some of their youth. And, and Bath are fighting for a Champions Cup next year. Yep. They, right. they If any team needs to uh, redeem themselves... From any competition ever, besides, of course, Newcastle, yeah. um, it, it's it's Bath in the, yeah. <laughs> in the they, Champions they Cup. They do well at the Champions Cup this year. Yeah, I I will back Bath. I will Zach, back my guy Zach Mercer, and hope that he tears the hell out of Leicester. And friend of the pod, Freddie Burns. <laughs> yeah, Burns, Burnsy, Burnsy. <laughs> if Burnsy. anybody knows him, let him know he's friend of our. Yeah, pod. let him know we like him. <laughs> <laughs> um, bonus point or no? No. No. But, right, so. No, because I still think Leicester play the fine. defense that 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 they are capable of sometimes. Yeah. Okay, bastards like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> sometimes they are. Um, Newcastle and Bristol. This should be entertaining, if nothing else. And Bristol have an outside shot at getting into um, Champions oh, Cup. I think Bristol pilot on here. Yeah, you think so? I think so. <laughs> Just as I say, haha, fuck you, we're not going down. Yeah, to be like, <laughs> we're, we're here. We're, yeah. we're you know. We belong here, and you don't, and we're gonna make right. sure everybody knows it. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm not. I'm not arguing with Harry Thacker and company. I think he. Um, I, I think he's had an amazing season. My goodness, mm. you know, just understatement of the day. I know, yeah. but wow. Um, so Bristol. So Bristol. Uh, and yeah, they. You they, said pile they, it on. Oh, they pile it on. Okay, piled on to bonus point two. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Bristol on fifty two. I mean, with our results before. Pretty much tells us that they won't get in the Champions Cup, but still they might get into that playoff spot. Yeah. Um, sale Gloucester. Sa- uh, the Sale Box, as we right. will affectionately know them for a little while here. And they're they're at home. And Gloucester are going to be resting their guys, and yeah, and they don't. I mean, Atkinson and Twelve Trees, I think, have played. If they haven't played every match, it certainly fucking feels close. like they did. Yeah, I think Twelve Trees has played every match. Now that you say that, I, and, I, I know he's missed some time, but he hasn't. He hasn't not started or not come on. Right. Um. So I, I just, I there's no way they can play them. Yep. They're they're gonna rest them again this week. Mm-hmm. Um. Unless they want to really, unless they want this as a training run. 
Yeah, it's the only. That's the only thing. That's the only thing they could throw this for a loop. They they did have an off week to be fair, so they may be able to, maybe may able to afford a few guys to get out there and have a run. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Gloucester on this one. Okay. I think I think they end up. They won't start all of their. Um, I can't imagine they'll start all of their guys. Right. But, I I think they'll start enough that they yeah because they want to. They I'm sure they want to win just mm-hmm. because. Who doesn't? Yeah, but they also right. want to get into form for okay. for their for the playoffs. Okay. So consider you think Sal can keep it close? Yeah. Okay. So I'd it, give them a bonus point loss. Okay. Sale on fifty one. Uh yeah, I'm not arguing with you. I think Gloss I think Gloucester's quality will still shine through for sale over sale, even though I don't think they're gonna play everybody. Mm-hmm. But I think they're I think they'll play enough guys in Let's be real. If Ben Morgan plays, I'm not back. I'm not backing down from him. <laughs> right. Um, Wasp and Quins. Both teams are going to be in need of one thing or, or another. They're obviously not going to know the results of everything else. So they're just going to have to keep playing because everything's kicking off same same time. time right. Um. I'm I'm going to go with the Quins. Okay. I think that the the draw of of a playoff potential playoff spot is. Is much more. Uh, there's, there's a lot more. Um, uh, what do you call it? Incentive to win that than yep. there is to get to a play-in game for the Champions Cup. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. And they want and they want to nail down their own Champions Cup spot. Yeah. So they have right. they have work to do to to they can't you know to make sure they they don't lose. All right. But they also need to. Uh, right. They could also get yeah. into the the playoffs. So I. Okay. So. What do they have to lose, right? They're right. they're gonna they're gonna throw what they have at the at the wasps and yep. Who knows what the wasps are gonna do? Right. All right. Well, I'm I am gonna I am gonna pick the wasps. Um, because you love Dion. God knows that's not it. No, they're at ho- <laughs> they're at home. Um, I feel like they'll just kind of shake the cobwebs off and say, "All right, enough of this. We're at home. Let's rock up for one one more shot against a team that probably wants to beat us badly." But I might be wrong about that, but you know, and some of these guys, this will be the last go around for them. So we'll see. Um, so with that, I'll, I'll give Quinn's a, a, a non-bonus point win in our standings. All right. Um, and I'll give Was a bonus point loss. So we put them on what forty-eight, forty-eight. Okay. And then our boys against Worcester probably Saracen Storm B again. Oh, but, it's going to be Saracen Storm. Might be the team that won the Shield on Monday. Right. <laughs> and I think that's enough to beat Worcester. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> got some. I think Wilson Crawl played on that team for God's sake. He's pretty damn good. Yeah. So. Oh, their 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 lineup there was was pretty strong up front. Yep. And you know they had they had Tom Whiteley in there, and yeah. he's, he's pretty darn good in his own right. I mean. Unfortunately, he's got Ben Spencer sitting in front of him. But yeah, yeah when when Wiggy steps away, it'll be a little. It'll be bit the better. two of them. It'll be the two of them for sure. Um, yeah, so I'll take I'll take Saracens, which means you know nothing necessarily anywhere else. But so what do we have? We have Bristol on fifty two. So this is four, five, six. So. If it plays out the way we, we've just talked about, it would be Northampton in fourth, Quinns in fifth, Bath in sixth, and Bristol in seventh playing in the playoff game to get into Champions Cup next okay, year. I, that's that's what I would like to see. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to find out where who's who's carrying that as far as a broadcast. But right. Yeah. 
That'd be kind of cool. All right. Down under. Hurricanes and Jaguars. Hurricane. This is the first match of the weekend. I got Canes. Yeah. Oh, for for once we'll actually have the the Jaguares lineup at a normal time. I know we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have to know it right because of playing freaking Friday. So we're gonna have to at least know it by Thursday when everything locks. So yeah. Well, not everything locks, but you know, be nice to know if your Jaguar players are playing or not. Which I have at least. I think I have at least two. I have one for sure. I have, I have Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to know whether or not he's playing. That'd be that's another fun. Talk about center matchups all over the place. No, no, Lamape and Nani played last week. Now Lamape's going against Orlando this week. <laughs> That's fun. There's, well, there's fucking amazing centers <laughs> all yeah, through all, that, all through this whole competition. League, so. so, yeah. Uh, Rebels and Bulls, both teams really in desperate need to win to get back on top of their conference. And I, jeez. Uh, and Rebels are are the ones on the on the trot right now because the Bulls right. just got hosed at home. But granted, it was by the Crusaders, but still, that does not feel good. So both of these teams have the same amount of points. Right. They have a very similar point differential: twenty to set, and uh, for the Rebels, seventeen for the Bulls. Okay. Um, both are um, one point shy of the team that's in the top of their conference. Mm-hmm. Also, both have played one fewer match. Like they're they're right from the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These so are like these are very similar teams. The story with these teams is extremely similar. Yeah. Um. So with that said, I I'm gonna go with the home team. Yeah, I'm, I went I, I went rebels too. I'm gonna flip that coin and it lands for the home side. Yeah, it's it's tough. And you know, rebels just again, rebels just won. I think they feel that, that was against a rival team too. That they're they're on the bounce. They're they're bouncing. They're feeling good about it. Uh, Kiwi Derby, uh, Blues and Chiefs. That's Auckland. I, I, I mean, this will be entertaining. It'll be entertaining. Oh, yes, it will. <laughs> it'll be a little wide open. And I, I think the Chiefs pull it off. Okay. I think they're going to have home. a little bit, from what I've seen of both squads, Yeah. you know, we can talk about the talent that's on the Blues. And they've had that talent for a long time, and it just never, they never get on the same page. They never, they're mm. always kind of. Yeah. Uh, make making poor decisions with the ball, trying to keep it out of contact. Yeah, um, it should work better than it than it does, and I think as long as the the Chiefs stay disciplined on defense, um, the okay. the Blues will end up turning it over at key yeah. moments where the Chiefs would might might finish it off. Right. Uh, side note on the Blues, did, I don't know you didn't see Jim Parsons coming out for the their hooker. No, hundred um, fiftieth or something like that. Uh, so the the Blues handed out like. Cardboard scrum caps. <laughs> people were wearing them. I thought that was pretty that's good pretty idea. Cool. I was like, that's, that's, that's a good, good idea. idea. And you know, people know Jim Par- uh, Parsons for his for his scrum cap. He wears a blue scrum cap all the time. So um, I thought that was pretty pretty nifty idea to tip of the cap yeah, in for that's, his that's a good for, idea for his for his uh, achievement. Um, anywho, um, I I think you're right in the Chiefs. My reasoning is different because um, in terms of halfback pairing. Um, I don't know who the hell the Blues ten is anymore because <laughs> I had my guess twice at it and it's been wrong both uh, each time. So and I just don't like their halfbacks in, in terms of the Blues. And I no, like Brad, I, I like Brad Weber. I like Tarangi both. So right, I'm and, a, and you remember that. you remember back the the year I was following the Blues. Yeah, you said that was part of the problem. I could not deal with their scrum half situation. <laughs> could not deal with. It. I it's, was like, these it hasn't guys changed. Are just it hasn't changed. Terrible. It's yeah. Pulu, Ruru, or Knock. And they're all no. <laughs> they're, they're all bad. <laughs> they're all bad. <laughs> None of them are good. Um, 
Reds and Waratahs. Reds coming off their loss against the Rebels. Waratahs coming off their you know semi late loss to the Lions. Um, again, I said I, I've said it. I think the Waratahs are look like a good team on paper, but they just haven't played well on the field. And, and they've I, obviously got other things that are distracting them as well, which isn't helping. No, it's not helping, and I, I agree with that completely. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm going Reds. Yeah, I'm going to go with the MVP, supposed MVP of the Super Rugby, at least halfway through, and that is Karevi. So off we go. I will take the Reds myself. Uh, Lions and Highlanders. Ooh, this will be interesting. Hmm, in, in South Africa, too. It is in South be, Africa. This will be very interesting. Wow, the last two matchups actually on this on on the weekend look very interesting. Oh, yeah, that last one looks tasty. Yep. Um, this one though, I, I'm wondering if so we, we you know we talked about the the Ben Smith injury and how uh, the first game back mm-hmm. without him is key. There's also um, the 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 Ewing theory portion of that, which was um, the Ewing theory is a the American concept that right. that buys into the when uh a team loses its best player they rally and they may actually play better as a team yeah um i'm not sure he's the case though. i'm not sure he's that case no but i think that what if they were able to hold it together for one match and then they kind of were like oh we can do this and then they relax so, maybe yeah so and especially being on the road i'm gonna go with the the lions here with the 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 theory that the, the highlanders put it together last week and because we saw mm-hmm. the week when, when after he got hurt, they they fell apart. Yeah, and that's why Chiefs. that's why the Chiefs were able to get that last last second winner. Right, a tire. The tire. That's true. It was a tire. Um, yeah, a draw. But they got points out of it either right. way. They drew <laughs> they, that they shouldn't have gotten and all that. Nope. So um, I think I think the Lions. Uh, I think the, the Hurricanes. Um, the remember Lions. remember this week that they're oh. lose, that they are without Ben Smith and the Lions. You, you mean the Highlanders? Sorry, Highlanders. Fuck. That one. You were on, you were <laughs> third base. Yeah. <laughs> um. To me, it's a battle of assuming that he plays Kronja and Yanchis against Smith and Yoani. And honestly, of the two, the two that are on fire are Smith and Yoani. That's true. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take those two. All right, and I'm gonna take the Islanders. Plus, Aaron Smith is my halfback, so he needs to play fucking well. He's for okay. Me. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to play really well for me, so I can get a run in and get a, get in this playoff here. Um, last one, like we said, uh, also very interesting. Stormers, who are very Jekyll and Hyde this year, and the Crusaders. And it's the same story for me always with the Stormer, Stormers against basically any team that's not from South Africa. It's If it's ugly and slow, Stormers are going to be at least in it, if not winning it. If it's open and fast and pacey, it's probably going to be the Crusaders because guys like Havili and Bridge and Reese are loose and Mwanga, you know, so... Not to mention some of the list for and our, our yeah friend. and and Kieran, Kieran Reed, Wedge Douglas, Jordan Tafua, Matt yeah. Todd. They're, they're all going to get loose at some point, right? And... Cody Cody Taylor, who's like yeah. another loose forward sometimes. Yep. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, I'm not picking against the Crusaders. They haven't proven anything otherwise yet. No. So I mean, you're looking. They're playing against the 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 bottom of the South Africa Conference. Yeah, which isn't anything special anyway. No, and uh, yeah, I, I can't. No. <laughs> I can't do it, Cotton. No, don't have it in me. Going Crusaders. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun weekend in Premiership. It promises to have some interesting permutations for um, Champions Cup and who gets what, who gets in there. 
obviously people are going to be very keep, very much keeping their eye on the Saints and Quinns matches because that's going to determine who gets into the playoff, uh, the semifinals. And hey, guess what? Your gift is going to be that you get to go play Exeter at Sandy Park. But Yay. hey, at least you got to be in it to win it, right? Right. Um, so. Well, unless our scenario takes hold that we put in for this weekend, and the Saris would be in front. <laughs> well, that's a that's a possibility. Right. That is a possibility. Um, in which case, it's still not any easier. It's still, than I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be signing up for either one of those if I could help it. So let's put it that way. Um, yeah, no, especially if Saracens, if the Saracens have figured out the formula, then look out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a fun weekend. Um, good luck with everybody's fantasy. Obviously, you guys can. Email us, fantasyrugbypodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at me. You can tweet at Ben, and he can forward it to me if you don't know where <laughs> I'm at. If you don't happen to follow me, that's fine. Um, I'll put my stop sign and my, and my green light up by Thursday morning, probably, because there'll be some lineups up. At least I can have a guess at it. Um, but other than that, uh, rate us, review us, uh, you know, subscribe to us on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Um other than that, uh, have a good weekend and cheers, cheers to the rugby, yeah? Have a good one.